You're listening to the RGJ Experience, Millennial Conversations, because sometimes therapy is just not in the budget. Working uh, multiple jobs isn't all that uncommon, whether you're saving money, starting your own business, or gaining experience in an unfamiliar industry. But with early mornings, late nights, and way too many responsibilities to keep track of it, it's pretty hard to find a balance between fulfilling your commitments to those jobs and maintaining your sanity. Now, today's you know, this is millennial conversation. Today's 20-somethings and into the early 30s have lousy starting positions for life. And choosing to work multiple jobs for a defined period of a time is a great way to kind of catapult yourself ahead. You know, nobody should work their life away, and that's not what I'm recommending. But a few extra hours on the clock today can get you out of debt, maybe, or on track to saving faster. In short, it can pave the way for a more secure future. Now, I know it can be a lot sometimes when work takes over and other things um, like, you know, maintaining health and, and balancing that all. It can become an afterthought. You think it was tough to make dinner or have a regular workout routine when you had one job? Add two, three, four, maybe five. Sometimes making dinner can seem nearly impossible. Me, myself, I have and have had multiple jobs, but... I had to enlist someone who, you know, I've seen from a distance make multiple things work and, you know, do it in a graceful manner uh, or in a very, very spicy way, should I say. Uh, the guy is a life wellness and relationship coach, author, fitness expert, branding strategist, TV personality, and founder of the award-winning Global wellness brand caliente fitness <laughs> jason what's up jason man i'm so excited to get you on the show thank you for having me now i mean for starters let's let's preface this in saying that i think we've been uh following each other on social media for some time yeah right yeah. and i've been seeing you doing your thing and you've been doing your thing for a minute when when did it all start for you? Uh, it started. Uh, let's see. Jesus, I moved out here three days after graduating college. So that was uh, two thousand six from from uh, Florida to to L A. Yeah. And I was doing. I guess it, to answer your question, how did it really start? Uh, two thousand six. Uh, I was doing short films. I was doing local TV shows. Uh, you know. Uh, in Orlando, yeah, and I kind of beat the system doing as much as I could. And my manager at the time was like, "Hey, buddy, you're gonna have to make some moves." Mm -hmm. So literally, me and the girl were, that I was dating at the time, we just drove 3,500 miles, made it to LA, and uh, that was the beginning of madness. Uh, yeah. 16, 17 years later now. And <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, Ro Roz Roz Roselle, Roselle, Jason Roselle, you've made that a brand. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've made a brand out of me being me in different facets. So, I moved out here with the intention to be, you know, a full time actor, like mm. millions of people. Everybody wants to be an actor. Everybody, yeah. right? It's like, oh, cool. So you get to a point, you know, uh, and and we'll share my story in a minute. But for many years, till I was twenty one, 
Siri didn't get I know, that. Siri didn't get Clearly. that. Say it okay, again. let me repeat that. Say it again. <laughs> uh, no, uh, for many years I was I was obese, and 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 when I transformed physically, I was getting everyone's attention. Yeah. You know, wow, how did you do this, or how did you do this without operating yourself, or X Y Z? And I was like, dude, it's just hard work. So started taking acting classes, and then I was like, dude, I'm booking things left and right. Yeah. So everybody's giving me love. I move out to this town, mm-hmm. and now I'm a tiny baby little fish like a, a injured young little fish with all these millions of people competing against me. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, this is tough. So I got really blessed after like six, seven months living here. My first like real acting gig was a show on HBO called Entourage. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a small speaking role. And, uh, you know, uh, for my luck, even though I became SAG automatically, which yeah. is a huge deal, especially back then. That's a, yeah, big deal. Um, you know, they cut off my lines. I was like, are you kidding Really? Me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't because of me. It was because there was an, there was an issue with one of the actors. One of the, mm. actually, it was um, the Jeremy Piven. Uh, one of the scenes they had, and I was in it. Yeah. Uh, he messed up his lines quite a bit, and my lines just didn't fit. Oh, it, it was, okay. you know, it was like, damn, it's like a high, a low. Mind you. Have you th- ever seen him out? Have I seen him out? Yes, I used to host you parties. To like, at no, no, <laughs> like, I actually. Hey man, I wish you would have got your lines right, so my part would have been it, in it. It's look, nothing but love. Yeah. Uh, actually, I partied with him a few times at the Playboy Mansion. That's a whole nother story we'll no, talk about. Yeah, no. uh, yeah, but no. Uh, so I got, I became SAG, mm-hmm. and fast forward, um, I I wasn't really booking gigs X Y Zs. Yeah, and I was one day just I had just broken up with my girl. I'm broke. And uh, I go on Craigslist and I'm looking for acting gigs, this, that, whether it's serving with my shirt off, whatever I got to do to pay the bills at this point. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden I see, would you like to be on the next Bachelorette? Mm-hmm. Yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, hello, yeah. I'm a stud. Look yeah, at me. Yeah. Right. And uh, next thing you know, I click on it. It says, have you ever watched the show Flavor of Love on VH1? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Well, one of the beautiful girls, mind you, I've never heard of this show. I, and you had a girlfriend? Oh, we had just broken up. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So at this point, I'm, you know, I literally like two weeks later, like I couldn't afford anything. Yeah. And and I had to move into my friend's couch. I'm living in a couch at this point. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, uh, I've actually never shared this full story with anybody. So this is an exclusive. <gasps> yeah, with Archie J. Exclusive. And for only forty nine ninety five. No, this yeah. <laughs> this is no this is deep because. I went to this audition mm-hmm. and uh, they wouldn't tell me who this girl is, but they're like, dude, we really like you, X, Y, Z. A month yeah. later, they call me. They're like, look, this is going to be in a major cable network. We want to book you. And legitimately, probably two or three days later, I get an opportunity for a, a role on the G.I. Joe movie, which oh. this is like, imagine like this commotion. Yeah. Tiny role, like yeah. seven lines. <clears throat> And, uh, but it didn't film for like another nine months or something like that. Okay. So at the time, my mom's like, yo, you, you got to do. My mom's like, I'm a New Yorker, but she's like, you freaking kidding me? You got to think about this. It's going to be a cable network. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, ma. All of my friends are like, no, don't do it. Yada, yada. So I worked out a deal. I can't go too much into detail because I'm, you know, I'm friends with the producers, but let's just say they took care of me to make sure I was going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I can breathe financially, regardless of whatever happens with the show. It's, you know, it's better than yeah, nothing. Going topless at a bar, yeah. You know, fast forward, I I end up uh, uh, b- 
being on what was at the time the biggest reality show on the network system. Oh, Say it. What? Say it. The name of like, the show. Gear, gear, gear us up because. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> gear us up because uh, listen, I like Jason just based off of Jason, and then we had a phone call <laughs> like what a day or two ago, yeah, and yeah. you were just like, "How you know?" Like I'm just curious, like how did you like come across me or whatever? I was just like. I, Dude, I don't know. And and then you were just like, some people find me from this and this. And then you said this, and I was <laughs> shook. I was on the floor because me and my parents used to watch the show, my sister, everybody at school. Like, all of my friends right now, they're like, we use the gifts from this from reality show, show. Yeah. like yeah. in text threads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still to this day. And I know. still to this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the show? I love New York. Ah! VH1 and MTV, double whammy. Bro. But, yeah. Bro. Uh, yeah, bro, exactly. What was your name? Let My, the people know. Because you weren't Jason I, on the show. I was given the name Heat because I was the hottest guy in the house. <laughs> My last chain. Going to you, Heat. Come here, baby. I got my chain and I was like, oh, y'all, I got my chain and I'm freaking happy. Who's eating first? You are. Because I'm hungry, baby. <laughs> All right. New York, you ready for the fire? Because it is on. I mean, that that's that's a lot. Do you feel good about that? I, I got to admit, you know, there was I had some competition. There's some people that had some great bodies, X, Y, Z's, mm -hmm. and uh, I was the only one. Uh, the show was uh, uh, based on Tiffany uh, Pollard, uh, a.k.a. New York, New York, which won the love of uh, Flavor Flav many times, but she failed at love, yeah. which she was given her show, and I was a pro and it was her. Uh, her butler Chamo, which is a hilarious, actually a friend of mine still, and her mother, which mm. is uh, infamous, infamously known as oh, Sister Patterson. Sister Patterson. And oh, <laughs> good Sister lord, Patterson. Sister Patterson, I was the only person that she came out of her chair to hug me. Mm. So I was really, I was loved from the moment I walked in there, and there was a lot of envy and jealousy. Yeah. Fast forward, I. Did not know who New York was. Mm -hmm. I never watched any of these shows. Okay. So the common question I gotten, and still to this day, because I really haven't physically changed that much since the show. No, you haven't. Good for you. Thanks. Uh, that's a little bit of serum and daily moisturizer. Look at that. Mm -hmm. See? Yeah. yeah See? Yeah. And good Spanish jeans. The España. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And working out. And working out. Good sex. G great sex. <laughs> great sex. Oh, great. <laughs> good would not have me looking like this. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right, right. No, no, but um, I ended up doing the show, and it ended up, at the time, you know, I, 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 I don't want to spend this whole in great interview with yeah. you for the first time on this, but let's just say that yeah. I, I, the show released 30 days later. I went from living in a couch to 30 days later being on a billboard on Sunset Boulevard, wow. Times Square, my face, with other characters, of, of course, course, but yeah. I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Fast forward four months later, I did a 31-state tour around the country and people that were paying thousands of dollars just to meet and have drinks with me, take pictures with me. I was like, what? Crazy. It was insanity, yeah. you know? And it's funny. When people ask me, oh, back in the day, did you want to become an actor because of fame? Did you want to because because you love the craft? I'm like, well, I, I got to be honest. It was a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll be lying to you. And mm -hmm. especially when I'm in my 20s, most people like myself, yeah. they're acting on ego. 
right? And boy, was I, ego got the best of me. I mean, I went from a guy that nobody was really paying much attention to, mm -hmm. to I couldn't walk down the street for, you know, more than 20 minutes without getting recognized, you know? So it went from, you know, tragedy, not getting jobs, bookings, yeah, to taking this leap of faith that I was close to not doing because I was going to take a role on G.I. Joe, mm -hmm. small supporting role. And, uh, and, and, I, and I ended up doing this, uh, which parlayed to doing many more shows with the network. But do you think it messed up your acting career? Thankfully, no. Mm. I have to say because I already had IMDb credits okay. and I had like a resume. Yeah. You know, when casting directors would ask me ahead of time, like, oh, do you think you're just going to get lucky because everybody knows you in this office? I'm like, no. And they're like, well, let's see your resume. They're like, okay, so you actually were an actor. I was like, yeah, what I did on, on social media, on, on reality TV was premeditated, mm -hmm. which it was. You know, I was essentially playing a role. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't Jason. It was heat. heat <laughs> right? So I was able to save my butt yeah. in different ways. So that parlayed to, to, to years later. It's funny. Because I did the show, I got to be in feature films. Mm -hmm. You know, not playing Heat, but obviously different characters because I had acting chops. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even fast forward to 2011, I ended up uh, doing a few episodes on a well-known soap opera called All My Children, which that was a big deal for me. You know what I'm saying? Like... I always, whether it was Days of Our Lives or Everybody's what. Everybody's seen that. Yeah. That's like a, iconic TV. Iconic TV. And you don't even need cable to watch it. No, Everybody's tuned into no, it. Yeah, yeah. We got the house. A good soap opera? Are you kidding? Yeah. So I was like, cool. This is cool. I was kind of starting to lose my mojo. And what mm. I mean by that is I was working my ass off, mm -hmm. studying all these lines, and my paychecks were low, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't Susie, Susan Lucci, yeah. which it was great to work with her and all these great cats. But you get to a point, you're saying, man, I'm putting in, you know, nine, ten-hour days. Right. My paycheck's not adding up. No. And if you live in Los Angeles, or if you're hearing this right now, look up how, how expensive rent is in, in Los Angeles. You gotta have multiple jobs. You gotta have multiple jobs. Yeah. Which... Fast forward led me to, I got to do a change. Yeah. Something's got to give. And I said, you know what? I told my mom, <clears throat> excuse me, my mother's my best friend. And, and, I, and I had told her. Do you just call her Scooter? Scoot, I, I, did I call her Scooter? Yeah. I swear to God, I do call her Scooter. Yeah. I didn't even realize No, no, it. not now. But oh. when we, she called when you oh, were, yeah, when yeah. We were, when yeah. were walking up Oh, that's here. right. Scooter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scooter. What's okay. up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was walking. You were like, hey, Scooter. I was like. Who? Wait, wait, wait. Yo, that's right. Because you said my mom, and yeah, then you said, hey, Scooter. I, I like, literally, okay. so let me paint this picture for the audience. So we're walking down the driveway, yeah. yada, yada. Yeah. And and I say, hold up. My mom's calling. Mm -hmm. And that's when I cut to saying, hey, Scooter, what, what's up? Yeah. What's You know? But yeah, me and my mom, um, she's not like a normal mom. There are no rules in this house. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. And I can tell your friends, you're close to your mom as oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we do skippity bop bop. I mean, we just have a ball with uh, each other. Good old time. Good old time. Uh, good That's why I said, Mom, you're, you're making yeah. it hard for me because I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. If I tell my mom, unless I meet a, mo a mom, uh, a, a woman that's a quarter of who you are, yeah. I'm screwed yeah. because my mom is humble and feisty all in one, you know, and mm -hmm. I like that. You know, and, and uh, L.A.'s a tough crowd. So you're a mama's boy. That's why you're single is what you're saying. No, well, not mama's boy. I mean, okay. I've been taking care of my mom. So if okay. anything, she's a son. A son a, a, what is well, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a son's son, mama? A son's mom or something like that. Yeah. I don't know which one. Regardless, uh, 
yeah, no, I take pride in in the relationship we have. Yeah, which uh, anyone, regardless of your preferences, Very it just shows quality. Man. It does. It just people it that is. are not close to their mom, or they like talk bad to their mom, or it throw it like it's a turn off. And I don't care what you are, who you are to me, a coworker. It's like, ew, what's yeah. wrong with you? If you're willing to do that with your, if you're willing to talk down, yeah, to your loved ones. Especially your family. Yeah. What's it going to be like with your partner? Mm -hmm. It's funny, and we'll get into you know part of my relationship coaching. That's one of the big vital signs I tell my clients. Yeah. I was like, look, don't just go on the surface mm -hmm. aesthetically or what they do for a living. Check in with the fam. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What kind of what, are they close? Are they not? Mm -hmm. Do they have drug issues? Alcoholism? Yeah, yeah. That all I always say it. Read the fine print. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I um. <sighs> So in, in talking about, you know, the multiple jobs and doing yes, things yes, and yes. we'll dive deep into those. How do you manage so many? Because I briefly gave over, you know, gave yes. out some of your titles that you have. To answer your question on how I do and manipulate so many jobs, um, the key word is A, balance. Okay. B, um, discipline. Mm -hmm. And C, just a lot of, I have a lot of vision boards. Yeah. And I'm kind of like a scientist of sorts. Mm -hmm. If you walk into my office, I have about seven sketchboards, and they're all seven different categories. Mm. Um, one is personal, mm -hmm. which is my life. Mm -hmm. What do I do to maintain this motivation? Yeah. Uh, it's daily motivation. Uh, sorry, daily meditation, daily workouts, okay. um, daily journaling, and, and most importantly, prayer. You know, mm -hmm. these are things that help me really conquer everything that I've done and do. Mm -hmm. um, because I feel if your mind's not right, the rest just does not work. Yeah, it's not. Right? Um, together in one. So my businesses go as follow. I have a wellness fitness company called Caliente Fitness. Mm -hmm. I, I, I founded this in 2010, mm -hmm. and this is where we help people transform from the inside out. Yeah. Uh, people that are looking to conquer weight loss, looking to really just change their eating habits, get toned, get just in really good shape, and make this a lifestyle, mm -hmm. right? You can hire a trainer all day long. You can hire a... You know, a nutritionist all day long, but those are just jargon things to me. You got to connect with the right people, and this is why I, I pride myself on really connecting with people and helping them achieve their wellness goals. I have a produ I've had a production company for years, mm -hmm. and um, that's Do It Productions, and, and that particular company, I do everything from produce to from doing music videos mm -hmm. uh you know i have music vi videos albums on itunes i've done a lot with my stuff i put a pause on that for a minute mm -hmm. uh because it's not one of my biggest current fashions or yeah. fashions passions so that's that i legitimately spend anywhere from 20 to 40 hours a week life coaching relationship coaching and when i'm not doing that um, on national TV shows, whether it's promoting wellness, mm -hmm. fitness, and when I'm not doing that, I'm writing books. Uh, I'm an author. Uh, I just had my uh, latest book released on Amazon called Yummy Healthy Dinners. And 
why do I do it? A, I love everything that I do. Yeah. And I love passive income. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I went from someone that was relying on a paycheck to now I'm collecting checks from different sources. Right. But they're not being governed by anything or anyone mm -hmm. except me. That's good. And I will say, you said you've been on national shows like, you know, Steve Harvey and the Today Show and, you know, NBC and, and working with like what, Julian Michaels. Julian Michaels, and yeah. You've been on The Real or, you know. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's really cool. But what you did say is how you kind of balance it all is create yourself a vision board. Yeah. I've never done that. Oh, my God. It's I've so never cool. Done it. I used to actually make fun of people. It's If you would have met me five, six years ago. Yeah. I was all over the place. I was I was still doing a lot. Not mm -hmm. as much as now. But it's like, you, you ever, and I don't know if you're like this, but yeah. there's most people are like this. They wake up. All right, well, uh, well I know I got to do work today. I don't know. Let, let's see. What am I going to eat? Yeah. I don't have a question as to what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. I write everything. It's intentional. Oh, it's so intentional. Yeah. It, everything has a purpose. Anything that I do, if I go on a date, it's with a purpose. Mm -hmm. I don't just go on a date because someone's cute. Mm -hmm. I need to know, what are you looking for? Are you looking for some nookie, yeah. cookie, or you want to go for the cream pie later? Yeah. Right? <laughs> All those. All the, real. Really good, right? <laughs> we, we, <laughs> um, look. Ever, it's, it comes down to self-discipline. Yeah. And these vision boards, what it is, it entices me. It, it gets me excited. Like, for example, if I know I'm going to be, um, like for a while, and I haven't done, done it in a few years, I was doing tons of like fitness magazines. So, of course, I always had to be conscious. I got to be ripped. Mm -hmm. Thank God I don't have to worry about that anymore. I'm still in really good shape, but I don't have to worry about, I have to be as cut. Yeah. I like to drink beer. I yeah. like to have my pizza. You like to live a little. I like to live a little. Yeah, yeah. Man. I want to eat chicken and broccoli every day. Every day with mustard yeah. and no salt. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys. Not only that, but when you have little stuff, you know, when you don't have a lot of nutrients, mm. you don't last long in the bedroom. True. Let's just keep it real. Right. You know, you're if you're wondering why your partner looks amazing, but then they're not giving you that boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that endurance, that stamina. A, that stamina. Yeah. You know, which brings me to uh, one of you know, and I've had different stents of, let's use the term loosely, fame, mm -hmm. um, several in my career in life. Uh, when I released uh, Sexercise, the music workout video, this was a huge hit here in the United States and in Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I came up with this concept because I do music. And I said, hey, you know what? I love sex and I love working out. Yeah. Sexercise. Looked it up. It's been used before. I said, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's not about you know, what's been done. And this is, I tell this to my clients and, and, and all your listeners, I want you to really take note on this. It doesn't matter whatever's been out there or who your competition is. You are you. What sells a product is not the product alone. It's how it's sold, right? So I knew I was like, wait a minute, I'm different. I know how to dance. Tengo caliente flavor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I wrote the lyrics. Uh -huh. I got with some really good, really well-known um, music writers. So I wrote this with them, and we produced the track. I started knocking on doors. Agents, managers, X, Ys. Turn down. No. Why not? Well, the song's good, but, you know, you're not big enough. You're not tall enough. I said, hold on a second. Mark Wahlberg is five seven and a half. How the F are you going to look at me in the face? Oh, well, that was in the 90s. I said, and? Should I take off my yeah. pants and show you my CKs right now? Yeah. I mean, I was like, really, dude? Yeah. So it gets funny. And, I, and I've said this in the past, and I'll say it to you face-to-face -face and to your audience. 
I ask people that tell me, no, you can't do this because you're not good enough. I said, can I ask you, what were you doing prior to telling people what they can and can't do? Mm. And you know what most people tell me? I was trying to do what you're doing, but I figured I would be better at management. Uh. That's called failed success. Yeah. All right. So my message to anyone is don't listen to people. Be you, do you. Get ready, but most importantly, stay ready. Stay ready. ready. Dale con huevo. Ay, yeah. hey, 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 hey. No, no, look. Yes. I came up with Sexercise. Yeah. It ended up being a global hit. I got major celebrities, Allie Wentworth, uh, 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 Steve Harvey. I love Allie Wentworth. She's amazing. She's yeah. brought me on her show several times. And, and, and here's the deal. I thought outside of the box. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I said... Anyone, I created essentially a music workout system mm-hmm. where it's six minutes, Yeah. right? You dance, you lose weight, you feel sexy, and you last longer in the bedroom. So a lot of times at first when I would present this, mm-hmm. they're like, but six minutes. I did a, they did a huge cover story on, uh, what was it, New York Daily News. They're like the, the hottest sex, six-minute sex workout. Yeah. And people were like, well, you only last six minutes. I said, ho, 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 hold it there. <laughs> you know, take a breath and hold it there. This is where it begins. This is where, no. You there's a pre warm up. Okay. There's a pre stretch. Uh-huh. Let's just call it. Let's just flip it. You got foreplay. Okay. You got massage. Oh, right. Wow. You don't just go and have sex. That's boring to me. Yeah. You know that's like you if gotta I, warm it up. Gotta warm it up. That's okay. like you know you're sitting at a restaurant. You don't just eat the entree, man. You want to give me some chips and salsa. Give me some appetizers. Give me some shoes. Give me some to drink. Right? Dip it into. Get me tipsy. (laughs) Get me a little fluffy. Right? And then, boom, you hit them. Because if you think about it, and this is factual, the average person, right, specifically males, by the time intercourse is going full throttle, they last under four minutes. Mm. Right? Because if you think about it, you're going da 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 and they're excited. Okay. So that's why the six-minute workout, you can do multiple positions. No, guys, get out of your head. Yeah. This is actually workout moves. Mm-hmm. There's six workout moves that you do one minute each. Mm. One's called the booty pop. Mm-hmm. One's called the elevator. One is called the scorpion. But this is all working out. These are actual but workouts. But it's a play on words. Play on words so you have lyrics mm-hmm. and beats that get you blown out of your mind and it motivates you so by the time you know you look in the mirror you look better you feel better and if you have a partner you're trying to impress one you already know some tactical moves that you can use so obviously this was something that was strategic as well all of my programs and it's a true blessing um my background just so you know is pr marketing that's Mm -hmm. what i went to school for okay where uh university of north florida gotcha uh pr and yeah and international marketing and and I just, instead of working for people, I just chose to work for myself. So a lot of times people say, well, who's your mentor and who's this and who's that? I was like, yeah, I've worked with mentors, this and that, but it's all about me. Mm -hmm. And all about, because, dude, I'm telling you a lot of the fun, positive stuff, but if I were to sit here on another podcast and tell you all the not-so-pretty side, it's it will make you, like, laugh and cry all in one, you know, because this stuff right now, if you're a true entrepreneur and you really want to go full throttle, Unless you're willing to take a beating many times, many times, just find yourself a steady job. Find yourself a steady boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm all about I'm all about the taking risk. Yeah. You know, healthy, 
right? It's yeah, kinda... I couldn't be stagnant. I don't feel like, and it's it's nothing to you know belittle someone's lifestyle or dream but like that whole just like american dream white picket fence go to work at state farm and come home and you know you have your kids yeah that that was never in my can't forte. do it no can't do it yeah and, and that's the thing i thrive off you know when we go back to saying hey you know i haven't done any vision boards you know how right. cool it is when i write okay by november mm-hmm. i'm going to be i'm just giving an example uh, 8% body fat, mm. right? So I have one goal there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have $10,000 worth in book sales by this date. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to create 44 episodes of my upcoming podcast. Mm-hmm. And when you look back at it, mm-hmm. you're like, damn. I did it. But if you don't have accountability with yourself, how do you expect success to come? It's like I tell people, wait a minute. What if someone, say you're only making 15 bucks an hour and somebody said, I'm willing to pay you 50 bucks an hour to work for me. But you got to be very proficient. Mm -hmm. You got to stay accountable for my company. More more than 90% of people are going to take that job. They're going to say yes. They're going to say yes. Come on. But here's where people won't do it and they won't do it for themselves because they want instant gratification. Yeah. If you're really wanting to make it or live the life that you see in magazines, television shows, buddy, you better work your yeah, effing ass out. And this this world that we live in now, yeah. You know? And you're you're man, I got to say, people are effing lazy. People are lazy. They're so effing lazy that it just makes me sick. I hired a 21-year-old to do some B-roll mm-hmm. not even two months ago. Giving him 17 bucks an hour, by the way. B-roll? How long? B-roll. Just a whole day? 17 bucks an hour for a few hours. Okay. Nothing crazy, yeah. but uh, he's, he's got the equipment, the whole... I was like, okay, let me take care of you. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. how you do, you do business the right way. And not even an hour and a half goes in. Okay. He's like... How much longer? I'm like, what do you mean? We just got started. He's like, yeah, you know, I know you're older than me. It's just, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a millennial. I was like, okay, you're a millennial. Keep going. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I just, I, you know, I, you, we're supposed to take breaks, you know. We're supposed to take breaks. Interesting. I said, well, how often do you, well, you know, I've worked places, you know, where I can take five minutes. I'm like, okay, do what do you need to do? Do you need to smoke a cigarette? What do you, yeah. what, just, it's okay. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not one to judge. He's like, no, I'm just, look at my hands. He, I look at his hands, it's like sweaty. I was like, what do you, you he's like, I'm just, and yeah. I'm like, what is it? <laughs> and, and he's like, can I just have a minute? He literally opens up his backpack and pulls out a drawing, uh, cr- crayons. He starts drawing. I'm like, I'm like, what is he? He's like, I'm just stressed. I'm not used to like, you know, working on stuff. You're pretty, you Labor? know, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm oh, like, what wow. are you used to doing? He's like, I don't know. I'm used to doing Facebook ads for people. You know, I'm not used to like oh, working sitting at the computer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's like, it kills me. That's so sad. It is sad. That is sad. Because they have no personal skills. And I'm not talking about all millennials. Yeah. You know, this is. Which I don't know if you say your age, but you are, I mean, what millennial is like 22 to like 38. So, like, you yourself, you're a millennial. You know this, right? Right, but I'm, like, the older bracket of a millennial. So you still, like, you have an edge of, like, this is not what life used to be. Right. It's kind of like, and I'm, the thing is, I have love for, 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 for all ages, right? And, and the thing is, especially I've seen it in the past 10, 10 years, especially, instant gratification Mm -hmm. more than ever. Yeah. Um, Oh, I want to get famous off of showing my abs on Instagram. You ask an average eight, nine-year-old, 
what do you want to be when you grow up? Back in the day, I want to be a doctor, mom. I want to be a lawyer. lawyer. Now it's I want to become a YouTube star. I want to become an Instagram socialite. X, Y, Z. And the most saddening part is most people, not just millennials, but most people are living their lives comparing themselves. Oh, it's so hard, though. It's so hard when you see it every day. You know, you literally, this is when I feel like, you know, self-help comes into play and just being able to balance it all because everybody's on social media. You're on social media. It's hard even for you to look all caliente fitness and whatnot. (laughs) there's always going to be the next best thing, but you have to have discernment in yourself hundred percent to not even go down that road. But, and, and, and look, and, and it's great. We've all done it. I've done it. You've done it, but it gets to a point, especially as of in the past two years, ever since I really got deep into relationship coaching, like yeah, wellness. Yeah. And it, look, it's funny. I just posted on my stories, uh, me singing Ace of Bass, mm-hmm. which is a totally girly song and I'm a straight dude, but like, I'm proud to like wear speedos, hang out with my gay friends, and just be, like, be comfortable with yourself. I'm, j- I'm just yeah. super comfortable. So a lot of times I bring when you're secure with yourself. Yeah, you bring insecurities out of people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like I always say, just because someone's having a bad day and they're giving shit to you on the phone yeah. or in person, yeah. remember it's a reflection on them, not on you. Uh-huh. And you don't want anything or anyone to get under your skin mm-hmm. because. No reaction is the best reaction, right? So I've learned to really calm down. It's funny. I was uh, uh, asking RJ here, uh, what's your horoscope sign before? My name is Archie. Archie. See, whatever. Hey, you can pronounce my last name, (laughs) Roswell. Sorry, we're sitting here. It's hot as balls. And and, and I'm getting a little. We're in Caliente Fitness gym. It's a legit like like, uh, 89 degrees. No AC. Yeah. Uh, sweat going down my armpits, but it's great deodorant. Let me tell you. What what deodorant do you use? I use Everyman Jack, and it is by far it's volcanic clay. And I'm I, I don't care. I'm not getting paid. Yeah, yeah. But it is by far the best smelling and lasting deodorant that you can actually get online, or they just uh, released uh, on uh, in Target. Holy cow! Do you do deodorant and antiperspirant in one? Because yes. I do. Yes, I do. And then I, I do. also, I don't do scent. Um, yes, and because and I sweat a lot, yeah, right? And, and 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 the thing is, uh, I used to, it's so funny, I used to put the deodorant and then baby powder. So, you mm. know, just. I used to put baby powder in like in my ball area. Right, 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 right. my dad showed me. Yeah, no, of course. No, you have to, uh, especially in this heat. But no, what I like specifically about this, and, and whether you're a female or a male listening to this right now, hygiene is so effing important. Yeah, I and yeah. and do you know how many gorgeous people are out there stinking stinking i'll never i'm not <laughs> i am not gonna say which celebrity and he's an a-lister i'll never forget me and my good girlfriend she was a huge fan of this guy we're talking like brad pitt no denzel washington zach Efron. johnny depp johnny depp oh well he looks a little smelly well i mean look i and this is not coming from this is what she told me yeah we, we were at uh sunset what was it Mark Sunset Marquis or one of these restaurants uh-huh. eating outside and she's sh- sh- freaking out shitting bricks. She's like, yeah. oh my God, it's him. And I'm like, talker, you know me. And I go up to him and I'm like, hey. Hey, yo, know, Johnny. Bye, 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 Johnny. Uh, my girlfriend, long time yeah. show. He's like, yeah, bring her over. Cool. Mm-hmm. Literally in like the next table was Russell Simmons. It was like the coolest day. Yeah. So she goes. And so my, my friend is uh, five foot ten mm-hmm. and she's a very... 
sexy, uh, very Beyonce body type. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's got like what's bigger... Beyonce era? Because oh, there's difference. Shit. Or is it today? Or is it? I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Oh, Bill Booty Lush stage. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, like he got, he got me thinking of what stage. So yeah, yeah, yeah. you got the thick thighs. <laughs> you get the big badong dong. Yeah. Um, so she comes back in tears, and I'm thinking, oh, how cute, you know? Yeah. And she's like me, like hugely turned off with bad hygiene. Mm-hmm. And she's like. <laughs> I'm like, what, baby? What? Distraught. <laughs> he, well, I, I just can't believe how little he is. Uh. <laughs> and, he, and, it, and his mouth <laughs> smell like garlic and his Ugh. armpits smell. I was like, okay, stop. You know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there is a, uh, I work with a host. Uh-huh. And he's like an act, actor. Um, his first name is John. Mm-hmm. And he smells so bad. <laughs> it smells so bad. It's horrible. He stinks up the studio. I'm it's, sorry. Is it, no, and and you know what? Yes. I I I'm a super nice guy, mm-hmm. but that's one thing. And I'll say it out loud, and I'll say it in this. I've been in situations with, you know, about yeah. to get it on. You know, I have the Cisco song playing. John, Are you like a drunk. John, John. That's Please don't tell what, me you have sex what, in that song. What? Baby, move your butt. But this is what? not wait, wait, Say with me. I come on, sing it again. No, 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 no. I no, no, no. <laughs> I have never played that song. But you know, sometimes you yeah, know, yeah. I get in my mode. You You're know, right. before you step out. Before I yeah, before or you step, step in. Or right? step in. Right, right, right. Oh, and uh, God. I kid you not, I've been in situations. We're about to, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm asking myself, did you not detox, take a deep cleanse, shower before? Yeah. It baffles a lot of work, you know, and I got to give women their props, but that's why, you know, I can't do it. You know, I am a gay man, but Uh like, it takes a lot to manage the punana down there. It's a lot going on. That stuff can start smelling weird. Two of my best friends are gay. There is no excuse, right? No, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Does it take time? Yeah. I I have to pluck pluck my eyebrows sometimes. Whoop-de-doo. I have to shave my chest. I have to shave my chest twice a week. I have to... Do what I got to do. It's a lot. Right? It's a lot. But when you have self-love, right, mm-hmm. and respect for yourself, mm-hmm. then all is good. You're going to love being in the bedroom with me. Now, when you can care less, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, or like I love it when people say, yeah, I love the guys that are just scruffy everywhere and this and that. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. some people love to make love and sweat. Not in me. No. Not in me and not on you. Yeah. So we're just going to part ways and, and, and the communication is key. I'm screaming. Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. So I don't know how we jumped. I don't this. either. <laughs> what does time off look for you? Look like for you? Oh, God. That's a great one. What does time off look for Time like for off you? is this. I take, I try to take an hour nap, mm. a siesta, like we call it in Spain, once a day. Okay. My average sleep is usually five hours. Mm hmm. And then I take a nap during the day. At least I try to. Mm-hmm. Um, my What do I do in my off time? I work out my body uh, through physical training. Uh, my insides through eating right. Mm. Um, my mind through meditation. And my heart through prayer. Can you turn off work, though, in Can this I process? turn off work? Yes. Yes, if... I'm doing those things. I'm really disciplined. And yes, when I'm hanging out with someone, mm-hmm. if I'm by myself and trust me, I don't have tons of friends by choice mm-hmm. um, because power is proximity. Yeah. All right. I have no problem meeting people, having friends, people that just want to bump, bump, bump. Yeah. You know, 
I'm over that stage. Mm-hmm. I need fulfillment. Mm-hmm. So unless, for example, like you and I being here right now, we're empowering each other. Mm-hmm. You're feeding me positive vibes. I'm feeding you. Everyone listening right now is either getting taught, excited, turned on, or laughing their ass off. So yeah. there's there's a purpose here, right? Right, yeah. So, so, but anything in my life, and a lot of times people say, well, can't you just let loose? Can't you just have fun? But I do have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like to dance. I like to sing. Do you go out? I go out to dinners. Mm-hmm. I cook a lot at home, so I enjoy that. Yeah. I go to events. Um, but in terms of going out, like, let's go to a bar and get hammered? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Um, well, I go, funny, sometimes I used to go to the Abbey in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. You know, good music, mm-hmm. good crowd. I'm not judgmental. Uh, uh, but, like... If you, if you want to go to the Foofy Foo bars in Beverly Hills, oh, do you want to go? It's, it's going to be a forty nine ninety five for a cocktail. You yeah. want to like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. Don't get me with that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. so look. At the end of the day, uh, I make fun. Just I'm living a life of purpose, mm-hmm. doing it. LA is a very lonely town. Yeah. You know. And you and I have talked about this, and it's very surface. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What can you do for me? X, Y, and to the Z. It's very much so that. And me being from, I'm from Kansas City, Missouri, and you know, coming out from the Midwest, you're just like, hey, like in normal conversation, you're getting to know people. You're just like, how long, you know, have you been out here? What do you do? And I was, I think it was the first week I was out here, I was told, don't ask anybody what they do because they automatically assume that, you know, you want to get to know them for that opportunist in a way. And it's just kind of like people literally come close to each other based off like what you do and what you can do for me. And, you know, that whole idea of thinking, which like was a weird turnoff for me. I'm just like, I mean, what we do kind of drives our everyday. Why is it so weird to ask that question? Right. But it's because there's, you know, negative intention behind it for most people out here. It's what can you do for me? Yeah. How long will it take? Yeah. And and it's really sad. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've I've had people go to the extent of not caring for my name. I remember this girl part a couple of years back. I can tell you a story. I mean, she's like, "Let me see your car keys." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Why?" Oh yeah. What do you J- drive? Just to see what I drove. Yeah. Well, I'll never forget. I was uh, at a red carpet event. And I, I think it was a bunch of NFL players. So these guys are stacked, you mm-hmm. know, like they're like tall, like you, like six four, six five, mm-hmm. jacked up, X Y Z. And uh, I was doing the carpet, and it was cold that day, so I'm wearing, you know, like fluffy jacket, the whole shebang. Yeah. I don't know why I've said fluffy twice in this interview. Yeah. Um, whatever, maybe yeah. some fluffy pancakes. That sounds good too. <laughs> uh, so then I find myself later going indoors, and there's like heated jacuzzis. So the girls. And the guys that were not really giving me time of day, yeah. I noticed either flocked when they saw me, whatever, shirtless or dancing, mm-hmm. or when other people were coming up to me to take pictures with me. And I was like, interesting. Yeah, they're like, oh, wait, who is wait. he? Oh, yeah. And then you look at them yeah. like, are you freaking kidding me? Right. Like, I said hi to you, and you purposely. Yeah, that guy on the red carpet, the guy that's not as tall as the other guys, mm-hmm. that was wearing a big, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And- Bye-bye. Yeah. You know? So with me, I just don't put up with it. But I've learned to conserve my energy. Mm -hmm. There's no point in me yelling. I don't... There's no point in arguments. How tall are you? I'm 5'6". You've mentioned your height quite a bit. Has that been an insecurity for you at some point? 
for not me for okay. people okay for people right and then when uh reality sets in mm-hmm. what i mean by reality when you find out what what's haunting them for them to bring that up right you start realizing oh they have issues mm-hmm. i'm very comfortable with myself even when i was really overweight super comfortable mm-hmm. i just wasn't happy with my body yeah there's a big difference yeah uh, so i made changes so whether it's been and this is common but for me particular especially first starting out agents you're not ripped enough you're not spanish looking enough you're not american looking enough you're not tall enough you're mm-hmm. not buff enough it was just Dick, dick, dick. You're like saying, damn, you know, there's yeah. a lot of negative yeah, stuff yeah. here. Is there anything you do like? About me. Come <laughs> you on. know, like, yeah. and I, and then I, I, it's kind of reverse psychology mm-hmm. and you start questioning, well, what about you? Yeah. What is it? You know, cause I don't feel you have to bring someone down to elevate yourself. But then again, I'm secure. All right. Let me ask you, because you do a lot of stuff and you've been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, for people out there who, you know, probably manage a lot of things, freelancing, going to work, and, you know, we're talking about balancing it all, when does having multiple jobs and being a part of multiple projects become a bad thing? It becomes a bad thing when you lose passion for any of those things mm-hmm. and you don't know how to balance your work and your personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, it also becomes a bad thing when... I would say you you're, you get to a point where you can't even have conversations with people. You can't really be yourself. Mm-hmm. I've learned letting go of control sometimes is okay. Yeah. You know, we can't always dictate how, when things are going to happen. You just have to trust the universe and know that life is truly happening for us, not to us, yeah. you know, and a lot of times we always play the game, pl- the uh, blame game. Why is this happening to me? Yeah. Why am I not this or why is this? So my biggest advice for anyone out there that you're saying, well, I'm really good at lots of things, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I want to do this and do that. Don't live in fear of what you can't do or what your competition is like, yeah. right? Because the non-sayers are going to be like like I was mentioning, negative Nancys. And these are usually people that have failed or you're going to have people that are really successful. Mm-hmm. Let's take Jillian Michaels, for example. Yeah. I was in one of the biggest shows hosted by her and uh, Randy Hetrick of TRX. Uh, the show was called Sweat Inc. and it was the search for America's next fitness phenomenon. I beat out thousands of people in the group fitness category. I was a finalist on the show. I did not win it. Mm-hmm. I won a good amount of money on it. But most importantly, I changed lives. Jillian did not like me from day one. Oh, wow. We went head to head. She says, I don't believe in your program. She obviously hated sex exercise. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm type A personality. She's like, I, you know, this, but yet Randy loved it, which is, he created TRX. Mm -hmm. This is a multi-billionaire successful humble dude. And so did Obi, this other uh, host on the show. My point is, through the course of six weeks of filming, she started growing a liking towards me, you know, and the difference is, and I guess my point of this message is don't be a follower, be you, right? Mm -hmm. And being you can be the best thing because that promotes 
leaders, same thing. A real boss does not tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. They encourage them on how to grow together. Yeah. Right. And and so regardless of what you're facing, whether it's I want to make more money and I have all these ideas or, oh, I'm not tall enough. I'm not buff enough. Whatever's holding you back. Yeah. Start thinking of all the amazing things you have going on and make that really good. Right. Because mm-hmm. I knew I was like, damn, OK, fine. I get it. I don't have a six pack. I'm fine. I'm not this. I'm not that. But I started becoming really good mm-hmm. at what I was. And I took the few things that I knew I was good. I was like, I know how to shake my ass. I'm going to shake it better. <laughs> Do you know how to twerk? I used to. <laughs> I, I, and now I have a bad L405. That's what happens when you're 38. A what? <laughs> what, is, what is it? A bad uh, what? Uh, L4, L5. It's oh, uh, degenerative. Like it, the lower back? Yeah, the oh, lower okay. back. Just yeah. sometimes. It, oh, man. Out of commission. Out of commission. Yeah. Okay. But I can still, you know, do a lot of things, especially, you know, where it counts. <laughs> um, God, I'm horrible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, life is fun. Yeah. And, and, and I think we've talked a lot about this, that I got to say, I love everything I do. Yeah. And have fun with everything I do. And if, and, 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 and back to the question you said, well, when do you know when to not do this and that? When you're not having fun, mm-hmm. whether it's in a relationship with your career, yeah. your boss, your jobs, whatever it is. Change it up. Change it up. Versatility is cool. It's amazing, right? Even if I was to meet someone and spend the rest of my life with them, I know we got to always eat different foods. We can eat chicken, but let's eat different eight, Change nine different up. types of chicken, right? We can have uh, our favorite top three sexual positions. Okay, here and there, we got to do eight. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we got to pull out some Kama Sutra books. Let's keep this going. Yeah. You can't live your life. In complacency you know, and stagnant. Yeah. No. My mom said it best a long time ago. I was, I was engaged many years ago and she says, you know, Jason, I noticed you're getting a lot of arguments with your, your girl and you do realize familiarity breeds contempt. And at first I didn't really understand what that meant, mm. you know, and then I start putting one in one and I, you know, when you get so used to certain things, you start kind of like hating it sometimes. You're like, oh, yes. I know what to expect. Yeah. Like, Ugh. Oh, I've been here. It's not fun. So, so I've learned, it's like, how do I keep myself motivated? Like some days I'll just do battle rope. Mm-hmm. Some days I'll do kickboxing. Well, I do not like that rope thing. No, you don't like it? It's, it's a beast. Oh, dude, it's so beast. It's like <laughs> my ass toy. hurts right now. Yeah. Like I am, I'm back at the gym and I do, I have chicken legs and... I'm trying to like get better at the lower body. You know who you remind me of? Not to interrupt. A, a retired uh, basketball player. A, a better looking version of, <laughs> I can't remember. How do you say That's how you set it up for success. You always preface oh, it with the always, better version. A better yeah, looking yeah. version of, uh, I believe his name is Marlon Wayans. Is that right? <laughs> do you, I'm sure you've heard this before, right? He told me. And everybody tells me, and I finally met him maybe a month ago, and he's uh-huh. just like, is this is this man my son in the studio cuz he came to you know my job and we were doing interviews with him and he was just like he kept joking about it all day he was like tell your mama said hi <laughs> I was like wow That's can you wild. put me in a movie no you right, don't need no, me maybe so you, no. come on come on go on biopic oh, no uh. That's awesome. hey did you see that um off topic did you see that uh story about that actress that put out her own billboard on Sunset Boulevard to yes. get Tyler Perry's. Yeah, I did. And, and she's she, the lead in the new coming film or whatever it is. Yeah, unbelievable. <sighs> Crazy, right? Yeah. Like, the things people will do. Yeah. You know? You gotta but, believe in yourself, though. It, that, exactly. And this is, I think this is the, the one of my favorite parts of, of, out of all the things I do, is empowerment. Yeah, yeah. Right? How do you get yourself, 
empowered. Like, do you know how many times people, you know, they'll, they'll contact me, oh, I want to start your programs, I want to do this, mm-hmm. I want to look like that. Or they have these inflated ideas of, you know, what they want to look like. Yeah. And they're picking out people that are in way better even shape than me. They're like, perfect look. And I'm like, dude, your expectations are way too high. Or like, it comes out very soon. Mm-hmm. And look it up uh, to all the listeners out there on my YouTube. Um, it, it, it's... It's the outs. It, does the outside matter or the inside matter? It has to do with, with dating mm-hmm. and, and relationships. A lot of times, we'll take someone, a woman that I interviewed very recently on my show. She's four foot ten, and she only will date a man unless she, he's six foot and up. And I said, interesting. Why what? is that? You're literally tiny. You're close to you know. You're almost a dwarf. Yeah, almost a dwarf. It's like Snoopy. but you have these ex- expectations. There's somebody Why else to be. Why is that? She says, because I'm very insecure of my height. Mm-hmm. I've always smelt, smelled. She, she smelled good, though. Don't yeah, worry. okay. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go there. Yeah. No, um, I've always had these insecurities deep inside. Mm-hmm. So I said, hmm, let me take this a, a next step. My mom is a matchmaker for a dating service. Okay. Okay. So they were having different seminars. I said, hey, can I go? She's like, yeah, we'd love to have you as a speaker. Mm-hmm. So funny how you bring up, uh, how you asked me about, height earlier about me mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the women ages between i say 35 all the way to geez like 60 yeah what their ideal men are and you know they hire just so you know uh match uh, sorry uh, matchmakers um because they, they're super busy mm-hmm. and they want to like really connect with either wealthy men or really good looking men whatever they don't have time to go on dating apps you can't blame them mm-hmm. or go to bars so you start there was about 60, 65 women in this uh, conference room, and it was my turn, and I was prepared with different photo slides. So I have different categories, like wealth, um, fitness, um, you know, uh, different color hair, height, the whole shebang. Yeah. So I said, hey, ladies, because I noticed about 40%, mm-hmm. they were under 5'5", five five, but they wanted really tall men, like six foot and up. So let me play a joke, but let me hit him where it counts. I'm not cocky, but I can get you where it counts when I need to. Mm-hmm. So I started putting up different photos of different celebrities. So I had a mixture of, um, for example, I had Nick Jonas, one of the first ones. Hey, ladies, would you date this guy? And just so you know, ladies, before you stand up, because I do need you to stand up if you would date him, these are all people that are dating or married to other female celebrities. I can date anybody, and they happen to be taller female celebrities. All right, stand up for Nick Jonas. 90% stood up. I said, okay, all of you sit down now. Why? We would date him. Sorry, he's five foot six. Yeah. They're like, no way. Of course, next thing you know, I brought up Jeremy Piven, uh, Mark Wahlberg, a lot of these people. Shorter guys. Uh, Kanye West. I mean, the list goes on. It's yeah. endless. Yeah. And the coolest part about this, because it's, it, I want to save it for when you watch the show. Thirty percent of the people change their answer to, "I would be open." Mm-hmm. Sometimes we worry about aesthetics so much. A twenty thousand dollar watch or a twenty dollar watch, it does not matter, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's all perspective. It's all perspective. Yeah, everything in life is perspective. It is. Right, And if you don't start counting your blessings and knock on wood and say, wow, you know what? If I stop worrying about, you know, ooh, do, do they drive a Beamer? Do they have this? 
those are all labels. And if you think about it, we're living in a life based on what people, how, how acceptance should be. This makes you cool if you have a BMW. Why, why, why are you not cool if you drive a Honda, mm. right? But as I've gotten older, I've realized self-realization t- comes in. I'm more comfortable wearing yeah. a $10 shirt and having a $20 pair, pair of pants, $40 pair of shoes, and having security mentally, financially, living in a house. And it get means the, a lot. You know? And a lot of people can't wrap their heads around it, especially at this stage and in our stages and a lot of people listening mid-20s. It's, it's a very difficult concept. Yeah. But the easier and the quicker that you get it, you'll be better um, off for success. Now, I know that you have you got a heart out because you have multiple jobs. That's right, baby. You got clients. Yeah, but and you got to get to work. But you're itching. You're itching for one last thing. I can see it in your just whatever it is. Let's. I just want to know because we've 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 grasped how you keep it in sight. But what is your end goal? My end goal will have to be doing, ideally traveling the the globe, the entire world. Yeah, motivating children teenagers and grown adults to get their mind right Mm -hmm. to get their body tight Mm -hmm. to get in the best relationship with themselves their career but most importantly and i stand up truly to this living your life in peace Mm. because without peace within yourself or someone you're not in a healthy relationship. Yeah. So when people ask me, how are you able to manage all that? I can tell you about meditating. I can tell you about this, that, and the other thing. But I have peace within myself. And I can say when, say years ago when I was making even more money or when I was on billboards and TV shows every week, mm-hmm. which is different. Yeah. Right now I do daytime here and there. I wasn't in peace. I had all this money. I was all these private jets and this and that. But I was not in peace mm-hmm. and when you're not in peace you're not happy yeah and when you're not happy you're not living a fulfilled life what age did it click for you for me because i remember really i watched clicked. your reunion video with uh 12 pack and yeah. you said you're drinking a lot what age did it click for you for me i would have to say it was to the i was 30 31 yeah it just it just it, it was like oh my god mm-hmm. what have i been doing mm-hmm. and i gotta say ever since that switch came yeah and now like daily i feel like i'm living this i'm on a drug called life mm-hmm. and i've been given this opportunity to like now know what's up before i was just doing like i tell people don't just stay busy be productive yeah there's a big difference mm-hmm. you know like oh how do you do it i do it because there's a purpose if I spend three hours promoting on different social platforms, that's one form of income. If I'm creating content and helping people for zero dollars, mm-hmm. eventually people buy into me. Yeah, for because sure. Because they believe in me. So I tell people, don't do things for instant gratification. Oh, I want to get famous. Oh, I want to get a hot body. Like that's cool and dandy. But it's about the journey too, you it's, know. You gotta grow, and you gotta you're, you gotta be willing to want that journey Mm -hmm. do you know a lot of people say oh i want to be married i want to have kids but i'm like don't you want to take time with somebody before you just get to that point and then what get a divorce yeah and then people who want to like oh my gosh i have friends that you know we went to college and then they get instantly married and now they're pregnant and things and no shade but it's just like when i when that happens for me i want to like just be married for like five to ten years so we can just do our thing before some other little toddler comes along do you want kids 
not in the, not in the United States. I wouldn't raise them here, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Yeah. You know, I come from a European culture, and uh, it's so different in Europe. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is. It scares me. Like I'm itching my face as I, as I'm saying this, but seeing these young kids. They know too much they too know soon. Too much. School you know, shootings. You know, yeah, man. five, six-year-olds, they don't have, they don't go outside. They're not playing, you know. They went from playing outside to Nintendos to now, like what I say in Spanish, no entiendo, that means I don't understand. <laughs> you know, but no, real talk, it, 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 they're governed with social media and an iPad and a laptop. Yeah. You know, they're even getting rid of actual physical textbooks in schools mm-hmm. and every and everybody's replacing them with iPads yeah. you know and it just kills me inside that I, I love technology and, and look I'm very blessed because half of my income is online mm-hmm. but the other half I, I miss the humanity aspect of it mm-hmm. right being able to hold shake hands um, do things with intention but no intention behind it does that make sense yeah, yeah. where we came to hang out to have a good time but I don't need anything from you. You don't need anything from me. So I hope we can get to a point where, like I said, when you become in peace, that you pick your work wisely, mm-hmm. something that you love. You pick your people wisely. Because at the end of the day, like I tell people, you can get in shape. You can do all these things, have the nice car, but always ask yourself, are you doing it for others or are you doing it for you? You know, And I say this with a lot of grace. Because there's been people that I've been able to dramatically transform physically for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. And then say they attract the guy or the girl. They fall. They get an accident. They got chubby again. They got skinny again. And they're left alone. Mm. All right? So you have to ask yourself when you do things, do it for you. Yeah. Don't do it for others because you might be... As cheesy as it sounds, you know, it is truly the law of attraction and you get what you put out, right? So if you're a good person, you may not get good from everybody, but they have to live with it, not you. Yeah. Stay true to you. Thank you for having me on the show, bro. Man, thank you. Rand, answer this question. Yeah. Finish this sentence really quickly. I do this with everyone. The world needs happiness and peace. Our greatest battle is our mind. Art is beautiful and my greatest joy is dancing to shake a bomb bomb shake a bomb bomb <laughs> i love that isn't that great song? that's great it's yeah. great so you have you have books and you have social media how can people stay up to date and follow uh, you yeah absolutely uh, all my social is at jason roselle live that's rose with two l's live and uh, my website, easy breezy, it's jasonroselle.com. Um, make sure you know, uh, say hello. Uh, I would love to start a conversation with any of you. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you want to hear me back on Archie J show, I no, am, we can talk for a long time. You man. know, we can. I, I would love a part two. And and uh, thank you uh, for having me. Yeah. Uh, I like your grace. I like your attitude. Mm-hmm. I can tell you're spicy, uh, but you're also calm. Mm-hmm. And 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 and. Uh, you have a lot to 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 share to this world, and uh, I have a really good feeling about your life and career. Okay. Yeah, I, I know. I'm, I, I know. I, I'm being kind of like the the. When people tell me compliments, I'm always like, "Oh, gee, thank yeah, you." Yeah, but I I, so my weird. intuition is there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what's gonna get? What's gonna continue your success? Mm-hmm. Is your humbleness, and uh, 
stay stay as humble because this town can change people and i guess that's my biggest message to anybody but you yeah looking you in the eye i've met people that at first they're nice and five years later mm. some they get some hit and they change yeah stay true to you for sure and uh keep it caliente Man, can mm. we go salsa dancing? Like, Let's do it. Man, I Let's went one time it. in my mm. life, and it was college. It was the best time ever. Best time. Anywho, um, <laughs> definitely follow this guy. We all have a calling, and your real job in life is to find out what that is. I hope you'll tune in with me next week right here on the Archie J Experience Millennial Conversations. Uh, uh, uh. What's your experience? I love you for listening. Until we speak again, follow me at Archie J Speaks. Uh, 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 uh,